0: Hello, and welcome to episode 50 of Expertise is Overrated, the podcast that takes the time to answer the questions you didn't know, you didn't want the answers to. I'm Vib.
1: And I'm Sean, and neither of us has any clue what we're talking about, which I think is specifically true for for today. I have no idea what I'm talking about because apparently we reached episode 50.
0: Episode 50, and as of the day that we're recording, we passed
1: 2,500 downloads as well. Which is an average of fifty per episode. Well, less well, than because there's only more than because we have more than fewer yeah, than fifty episodes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you, that's insane. That's completely insane.
0: I know. Who who knew that when we started this, I'd actually still be talking to you after two episodes, let alone. I mean, I was really 50. hoping
1: that you wouldn't. I thought this was a really like clever way to to break that cycle of violence but never mind
0: that was the whole point right is to get rid of each other from our lives and yet here Can't. we are having just discussed me coming to your house to actually record things every uh what was it every quarter
1: <laughs> every, once once a quarter and just have one day of absolute hell
0: yeah should your wife be listening uh, i'm sorry in advance
1: <laughs> it's fine you'll you'll be on actually what it is is you'll be on childcare duty and my wife and I will go for dinner it'd be amazing
0: ah oh, fuck that would have actually been a really good ploy but now I know
1: No, I've told you that's yeah. I've ruined it okay so I'm never also, coming <laughs> also I'm not 100% sure that I actually trust you to look after a child
0: I mean you really shouldn't um, <laughs> yeah, yeah it's <laughs>
1: It's not a damning indictment of of you or anything. It's just having having done it for the last seventeen months. It's actually really difficult if you don't know what you're doing.
0: Well, exactly. And I've spent maybe like a combined total of an hour with my nephew, and that's about it. So, yeah, what could go wrong, right? <laughs>
1: uh, I mean, anyway, <laughs> moving trying, on. <laughs> charging past that, uh, we're still waiting. Uh, a few episodes ago, we um, discussed a, a large number of, of tin foil hats that could be worn, but I don't think that episode's actually released yet. So we've had absolutely no feedback on uh, all of the stupid shit that we said around who the uh, the hero of the Lord, the Lord of the Rings is, which is quite disappointing because I'm looking forward to being proven right for once.
0: Wait, wait, wait! No, that is out, isn't it?
1: Is it? Yeah, Hero of the Rings know. came
0: out. That came out two weeks ago, mate.
1: Sorry, Hero of Lord of the Rings has come out two weeks ago, but the follow-up episode where we ask people about the tinfoil hasn't come out yet, has it?
0: Uh, no, that was in two, Do TTRPGs Need D&D? Oh, so uh, no, And, that and, that I, and actually, I did launched. have a suggestion as to what That it, has just you get launched. Tinfoil. Yeah, which is me, because I just deserve it, apparently. There was no other reason given than just...
1: Yes, Justine.
0: <laughs> yeah, of course, you know who it was as well.
1: Absolutely, um, yes, Justine.
0: So please, people, give us more feedback on tinfoil and make sure that it stays on Sean's head, because that's where it belongs.
1: My head gets cold without its shiny hat. Exactly.
0: But anyway, I think we just need to take a little bit of time to thank all the listeners, even though they aren't giving us any tinfoil suggestions. (laughs) (laughs) We've made it to 50 episodes, and I I don't think we would have been doing this if, if we generally had no downloads.
1: No, we wouldn't. We, we set ourselves a, a few targets as we were going, and we've gone, we smashed through all of them in terms of regular listeners, in terms of growth, all of that. So, yeah, I just echo what Vibs said. Uh, it's slightly shocking that an average of more than 50 people listen to this drivel on a fortnightly basis. But to, to whoever you are out there, one, seek help. But two, yeah. thank you ever so much. <laughs>
0: Yeah, definitely go and seek help. But no, no, thank you very much for for listening, of course. Uh, This is not the end of the episode. (laughs) No. Uh, no. But hopefully we can, uh, yeah, well, what's what's the next target? Let's let's just go big and say 10,000 downloads. That's
1: insane. Let's make it big, Sean. I'm just just saying, let's make it big. That's another four years of doing this. No, no,
0: the point is that this is now exponential, right? We're in the log phase. This is where we really, you know, go MCU on this.
1: That would be good. That would be good. Uh, the, the first
0: 50 were our Iron Man. Now, as long as we avoid making a Thor 2. Yeah, we've got to dodge that quite hard. Well, actually, we? they I made think, Thor 2 and they made billions, so...
1: I think we've got to get off at Avengers Assemble. I think that's the trick. It's identify Maybe. that moment and then jump ship. Uh, Maybe. But um, but my, my, I I only say that because I've been watching, re-watching all of the Marvel films and I think it's broken me. But that's, I think, a topic mm. for another episode.
0: No, it's not. Let's unpack that. You said you've watched all of them. I I would question that. I have not.
1: No, no, I have not. I have not yet finished watching all of them.
0: I was going to say, because last I heard, you were on Black Panther? Uh,
1: Which was only like a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, that's... True. I thought I was nearly finished when I when I reached Black Panther, and then I realised I was actually halfway through, and that was the realisation that broke me. Well,
0: yeah, because the problem is now you have all of the shit ahead of you. <laughs> I've got a
1: lot to, to wade through after that. But yeah, uh,
0: that we will unpack some other day as to why you have this pathological need to hurt yourself. I don't know.
1: I don't know. Some of it's been very good. Something of course, that of very, course. No, no,
0: I've, I've, I, I do like Marvel.
1: <laughs> I've been been surprised in how much I enjoyed going back to some films. Uh, I think I messaged you while I was watching Homecoming to basically say this is the best Marvel film. Actually, it just it was it was unbelievably good. It's, it's not even a Marvel a, film, and it's not even a, Ro- a Marvel film. And then I watched Ragnarok and went, oh no, this this is this yeah, is, is the best Ragnarok Marvel is so film. So
0: good, Ragnarok, is so so good. <laughs>
1: Uh, but anyway no, yeah <laughs> there's some <there's> dross <laughs> in there as well but S- sizzle for a repeat
0: of our you know best best mcu films uh coming Re- up,
1: rerun sure. the tier list but that's not what we're talking yeah, right. about today today we've set ourselves a properly high concept and also stupid topic
0: yeah but before we get on to that i'm gonna just come straight in with an excuse as to why uh, i may not do so well in the, the upcoming debate
1: Although I don't know where where, where everyone of us stands on this, so it'd be interesting. I'm, but... I'm slightly frustrated that you're coming in with an excuse, because I'm fairly sure this is your topic.
0: Yeah, yeah, but I think it's a valid excuse. Um, it's, it's mostly to apologize if I sound weird or out of breath or cough in the middle of this, because uh, Sean is editing, so he almost certainly won't catch any of them. Nope. You know, I'm just recovering from COVID, so, you know, there's that.
1: But it's all good. Um, we we put this also... off, how
0: many days? Like, three days, four days?
1: What is it now? Thursday, four. Yeah, yeah. We are supposed to record on
0: Monday, and we're recording Thursday instead.
1: So, yeah, it's been fun. Depen- um, depends how you can. Yeah, I hope you're feeling better. I'm sure you do. No, um, I genuinely do. Um,
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I, I feel I feel much much better. Um The last yeah. two days were a bit bit shit.
1: But, That's uh, good. You've you've been really whiny. So the fact that you're feeling ah, better is good.
0: You know, and I I was genuinely convinced I was one of those like super immune individuals. I was so pleased, I was lording it over everyone. And then, yeah,
1: (laughs) I mean, you made it a long time.
0: Uh, I did. The slightly annoying thing was that sort of the day before I tested myself, um, I went to a comedy gig, yeah, which I feel is not the best forum to potentially be carrying a respiratory disease. No, but, I really uh,
1: hope that you were sitting at the back and your sort of particulates were hitting everyone in there. No, I was actually in the, in the front, front the row, thing. so I
0: was, I was only coughing on the uh, the actual performers.
1: Uh, uh, it's only my good him. friend that you... Yeah, who cares about them, right? <laughs> I, don't I did immediately
0: is. tell him uh, the day after.
1: I hope he's feeling I fine. I think he's travelling soon. That could be really bad. Super spreader.
0: Yeah, yeah. let's, let's not go there. Uh,
1: anyway, shall we move on? <laughs> probably quickly before some border force gets in touch. What are we talking about today, then? You've you've got your excuses in, but why don't you set the scene for us in what you wanted to talk about?
0: So, I mean, yeah, this is something that came to me randomly, and and it's one of those things that I just popped as a random idea in a just endless chat. Um, But it's because you at one point had filmed um, a brief, and as of now, a very, very unreleased little intro video to factorio the video game yeah and you haven't released it yet but off the back of that we sort of started streaming on twitch actually where i play factorio having never played the game before and you sort of teach me slash just try not to yell at me for being an idiot
1: yeah um, i mean i that's that's true i guess the way that i see it is i'm on hand to answer questions that you have as you play while I commentate on the terrible things that you're doing. Uh, but I think the, the the genesis of the video was the lack of, as I saw it, beginner-friendly tutorials on YouTube for Factorio. No, I have only recorded the first episode because it turns out that I just have literally no spare time so I haven't been able to record anymore, and I actually think I've lost the recording, so I'd need to start again. <laughs> but-
0: <laughs> Classic. Well, it's not the recording as much as it is the editing of that that is really time-consuming, so...
1: That's true. You are
0: forgiven, of course. Um, so the, the streaming is actually much easier, right? Because it, it, it's all live, and so in, in an hour and a bit we can just get something done, and people seem we, to actually
1: really enjoy it. We've had some good interactions with, with people, but I, I suppose, yeah, it sort of started a conversation topic didn't it
0: well yeah because i mean it it just didn't go i don't know what the word is like smoothly i guess like it 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 wasn't sort of an easy game to get to grips with and i think it it really just highlights uh, in my mind a steep learning curve that we see in a lot of video games now now factory obviously has a built-in tutorial that I didn't play very. Purposely. Which you're
1: that refu- I feel like that's a necessary statement. You're refusing to play yes. that on yeah, no yeah. on principle, which makes for makes for good Twitch content. Yeah,
0: but, mm. the, but fact- the fact that it's got one, I think. <laughs> well, so, so, so the thing that I that sort of popped into my head, that dawned on me at the time, was, I think video games are just getting too complex. And I think you you actually came up with the title for this episode, which I'm hoping we actually went with. But you said yes. it is the overcomplexity and subsequent tutorialization of modern video games.
1: I mean, that's got my grandiloquence written all over it, really, yeah. doesn't it? It really. But does. But I think <laughs> I think that that is almost. I think you mean magniloquence, but yes. No, grandiloquent. I meant what I said. No. no.
0: <laughs> I disagree. Uh, I just wanted to say magniloquence again.
1: uh, Not this (laughs) nonsense again. I think that that's almost we can almost turn that round into a problem question though, can't we? So are modern video games so overcomplex that they necessitate a ridiculous level of tutorialization in order to make them playable to most gamers?
0: Exactly. And I think that's the that's the thing we should Discuss first and foremost. Yeah. So, I mean, we, one one example, Factorio. Um, quite clearly, if you do not play the tutorial, you will struggle. <laughs> y- you uh, with, have, without you there, I would have I would have achieved very very little. I think you
1: you have no clue what's going on, do you? Like you're getting there, but we've played the game for about three and a half hours now,
0: something like that. Yeah,
1: and you have consumed no. YouTube or Twitch Factorio content other than the 30-minute video that I made, which I don't think you watched all of. Well, you only and sent you have, me
0: five minutes of it, so... I only sent you a five-minute <laughs> clip, so,
1: so that's it. And you have not played any of the five Factorio tutorials.
0: No. So so tell me about them. Are they five... Like, are we talking quite they long are, tutorials? Or? They
1: are long. I think that's <laughs> almost the, the next point, right? It, it would take you... I venture 3 or 3 to 5 hours to play all of them potentially maybe not quite 3 to that 5 much. hours oh, okay that is maybe not cool. quite that much 2 2 to 3 hours is probably right to play all five factorio tutorials and honestly that's kind of nuts isn't it
0: like yep. people don't have infinite amount of time anymore
1: i th- i think that's that's right i think that's part of the problem So, Factorio is is potentially a slightly bad example, though. although it's the one that set this topic running, because it is such a monumentally complicated game. And it's also Mm. first in class and part of a very small class. So, I I wonder whether...
0: Which admittedly also applies to the other example that I was thinking of, which is Kerbal Space Programme. Um, yeah one and two is getting a, a whole tutorial campaign as well so but K- that, K- that's equally niche and obviously it's, it's like a, it's a genuine physics simulator so yeah, i was gonna sense.
1: say K- ksp is literally teaching you rocket science yeah 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 um but i guess the point is Kerbal space program doesn't actually teach you rocket science it doesn't teach you anything at all
0: no it just teaches you how to play the game
1: <laughs> But it doesn't. It goes here's here's a load of buttons. Push buttons and see what happens.
0: Oh yeah, KSP one certainly. KSP though. one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I,
1: I think two's got a, two's got a tutorial. I, I think I've in two they realised,
0: wow, we really made this too hard.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: so I guess we we arrest our collective cases here that the video games are too hard. That's it. <laughs> Kerbal, Kerbal down.
1: Space Program and Factorio two of two of the most complicated games that you can play that's it that's our case no yeah. i don't think that's right I think about um so total war warhammer 3 yeah right the the tutorial campaign in that game is like seven or eight hours long no, part of that is because it's a narrative campaign, not just a tutorial. But I don't have 8 hours to learn to play a video game. That's in some in some cases that's, you know, 8 gaming sessions.
0: Yeah. And the thing Before with that one I, is it goes at a glacial pace, or that's I should say, it, no, it goes at at well, I guess we would consider a glacial pace because we actually are quite familiar with Total War games. Yeah, um, but clearly the developers thought, well, we need to make it this slow so new people can actually get to grips with the mechanics in this. Yeah, and it makes you it makes won. you remember that actually we we're, we're you get so used to a lot of games and you forget how difficult they actually are to just play properly.
1: I think that's that's sort of comes back to the over complexity point doesn't it I mean you look at video games today there are so many moving parts there are so many things to keep track of it's absolutely ridiculous and even what looks like a comparatively simple game so I've recently got my hands on a, a PlayStation 5 and I've been playing Ghost of Tsushima Hmm. Which is fundamentally just like an action RPG in the mold of all action RPGs that have been made since Assassin's Creed 1, probably, if not before. And the tutorial for that is like two and a half hours long. (laughs) Just let me play the damn game.
0: The, the the, The thing is that they start calling them prologues, right?
1: That's exactly right. And they're they're tightly knit into the overall gameplay. So they introduce gameplay concepts as part of the tutorial, which is fine, except it's also really, really annoying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, I, I can imagine. Actually, the only Ghost of Tsushima I played was the, the multiplayer bit that they added sometime after, because it was free at one point. And even the, the tutorial in that is really long, just going through all the classes, even though there's only like four
1: classes. <laughs>
0: but it makes you do every single one.
1: It's just tedious. It's it's really, really strange. I don't know when things changed, so this is almost like our, our very first high concept episode, episode 10, when we spoke about early access, but it never used to be this bad. See? Did it, did the, it? Before we recording before we recorded this,
0: I thought that too, but then I, I look I thought back to something like Age of Empires 2, right? Quite quite an old game, but obviously not as old as, as it could be. Um yeah. and that that has a tutorial campaign in it, right? You know, William Wallace, yes. what a great campaign it is. So so the concept of a tutorial campaign is not necessarily alien. No. But, but, but I can, feel that one doesn't take anywhere near as long.
1: <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't take anywhere near as long. And it also is very clear. It doesn't gate anything, so you can just open up Age of Empires 2 and play a skirmish game. That's very true. And, yeah. And learn learn to play that way. So the tutorial's there if you need it. But also it sort of goes, right, learn play through one it tells you what each of the tutorial levels are teaching you. So level one is left click to select right click to move basically so if you know how to play an rts it tells you you don't need to play that same with and, and and i'm fairly sure you can just select whichever of the tutorials you want but also it tells you like if you complete tutorials one to four you understand the game that's it you get the game you yeah, can, and, then you, can and n- then you just finish off the campaign ultimately. Yeah. yeah, five, five and six, five and six introduce high concepts that you've probably already worked out, but also it, they finish the story.
0: Yeah, and I, and I think that's a that's a good level of tutorial. A, a you I don't have to play right. it. B, it does the job in about the minimum amount of time you could possibly make it take. and, yeah. and again, coming back to your point about types of games, I guess. I mean, RTS is arguably one kind of genre of game that does require some element of tutorialization because they're inherently complex games, right? Strategy they're an, they're in, implies it. They're
1: inherently complex, yeah. And and also, you've got to understand, so something like Age of Empires or StarCraft, you've got to understand the balance of the various resources. No, the tutorial can't possibly teach you that because the balance meta isn't going to be set until... People start playing it in multiplayer, but you've got to like at least grasp the fundamentals of okay. I need wood to build early buildings. I need stone to build late buildings. I need food and gold to build units, and sometimes I need wood to build build units. So based on what I'm currently doing, I vaguely understand how I need to allocate my villages. Like, the game sort of got to teach you that a little bit. I
0: think yeah, another game. It's fine
1: a sort of maybe slightly later game that's very similar is warcraft 3 where the the prologue is the tutorial but it's again it's quick it's like two missions and if you know what you're doing you can play through it in half an hour i did it recently I've, i was playing warcraft 3 i say recently it was probably about 18 months ago now i played through the tutorial in genuinely like 20 minutes half an hour just because it didn't need, like, I was, I was already doing what it was teaching me to do. So I got the story, yeah. but it didn't slow down my gameplay. And that's the thing that I've been finding really, really frustrating with Ghost of Tsushima, is the tutorialization is slowing down my ability to access the gameplay. And yeah, that's really irritating.
0: Yeah, and I sort of get that, but that, that's that's kind of. Interesting to hear because at first I thought well RPGs are probably going to be somewhat exa- well action RPGs I guess very specifically are going to be mm-hmm. the odd ones out. The most recent new one that I played, or even old one that so I played a lot of Mass Effect and also Hogwarts Legacy recently, uh, and they both have that sort of you know here's the opening sort of cinematics and story bits and the first time you control your character it's you know this is how you move this is how you shoot etc. Yeah. But it kind of happens very naturally and also quite quickly. Um, it's it, you. You don't feel like you're being held back from actually playing the game because it's trying to teach you. It's it's all very naturally part of it.
1: That that single that uh, that is absolutely my single biggest issue with the tutorialization of Ghost of Tsushima, and I think it's in other games, but I can't think of them off the top of my head. The fact that I know a mechanic has to exist in this game, so Ghost of Tsushima is the um the assassinate mechanic. Yeah. I know that mechanic has to exist in the game because of the nature of the game. You have a hide mechanic, which you've already shown me, and I can see that my character is carrying a dagger, but I can't assassinate someone until I do the tutorial mission that is like on the map that I have to go to in order to get the assassinate skill, which it's not a big thing. But likewise, I know that archery is in the game, but I can't do archery until I go and do the archery tutorial. And I feel like almost, in in some ways, Tsushima is good because there are vague story reasons why you can't do those things. But they feel constructed story reasons to enforce the tutorialization. See, but that's
0: interesting, right? Because that's tutorialization, but it's not because of complexity. Right, as, as in, if you were to be thrown in mid-game into Tsushima, I think you could quite quickly figure out. Yes, I can hide; therefore, I can assassinate. Yes, I yeah. can use a bow because I've got an in inventory, and you can kind of figure out the buttons exactly that go along with that. Like that's not that's not too difficult. And this is maybe a console's that there's a there's a limited number of buttons ultimately. So there's think- only so complex things can get. <laughs>
1: I think that's right. I mean, one of the first the first thing that I did in Ghost of Tsushima was work out is square attack or is R one attack? Oh, it's square. Okay,
0: yeah. By the way, congrats uh, on getting a PS
1: five. You know, thanks. You've made it. It's good fun. <laughs> uh, I've joined the modern era. Uh, but so I don't know. I, I, so that, so that, that that just
0: feels like tutorialization for for even longer reasons. It, in, it's, in my in my mind,
1: it's not just the complexity. But I also sort of, I sort of don't need a samurai RPG to have an assassinate mechanic. I understand why yeah, it's that because it's because it's sort of story ish.
0: No, but like, that, that's just a separate issue, is that everything needs it. I mean, even Hogwarts Legacy where your fifth year student effectively has that.
1: That's amazing.
0: Like, you know, you you um use just a disillusionment ab- charm and then you petrifus to people from behind. Like
1: It's just absolutely shanking teachers. That's amazing. <laughs> Uh, yeah you just
0: conjure up a big knife and just you know go nuts uh, I, no <laughs> but
1: this, this, is, this is my point right that,
0: they're all carbon copies That that's a different issue uh, RPGs, it,
1: it, it is and it isn't they're, they're, they're carbon copies but the, the carbon copying means that all of these games are more complex than they need to be Or I, yes I, I guess I do agree with you um, to an extent. Like, that, that's a slightly more definitive statement and I think even I yeah. believe. But it, it, there's there's something there about, I understand why there is an assassinate mechanic in Hogwarts Legacy. Because, well, not Hogwarts, not Hogwarts Legacy. I don't understand why there's one in Hogwarts Legacy. I understand why there's one in Ghost of Tsushima. Because part of the story is about your character coming mm. to terms with the fact that you can't live by an oath like the samurai oath all nah, the time. you
0: see, I don't buy that. I don't buy that I think it is just pandering to the crowd we just like, live in an era now where oh that game has stealth and so, therefore I like all you know all games to have stealth uh, whereas other people are like no I just want to you know hit things so so every <laughs> developer now for these kind of games gives you all those options and thereby increases the complexity of any game right because they have to ultimately teach you all those things again yeah because you, you could just approach guys and be like well I'm a samurai so I'm just gonna honorably walk up to everyone and fight which I'm sure you can do uh, N- never knowing are, uh, that there is a stealth mechanic, if they don't sort of keep being like, "Oh, by the way, you can crouch here to be hidden."
1: Yeah, the problem—the problem with Ghost of Sunni, there are definitely levels or or missions where you have to do the "do not be seen" or and raise the alarm. Like, oh, yeah, I, I
0: hate that so much. Like, don't Fine. give me choice and then take the choice away.
1: What's yeah, the point? Don't don't force me to play this game a way I don't want to. Because I don't want to pl- I want to play a.
0: It's a role-playing game. You play it however you
1: want. (laughs) Stats stand in the face of the the invaders and and cut them down one by one style player. And I can't. And it's really irritating. This is Um, why we should
0: have played Elden Ring. I wonder how complex that is. I
1: I was going to say Elden Ring and Dark Souls and Demon Souls and Bloodborne are almost the other side of the coin of this problem, aren't they? They're really not very
0: complex, right? I think they're at their heart very, very simple games that are just really difficult to play because the enemies are really difficult to kill.
1: But but they also tell you absolutely nothing about how anything works, and I think that's a well. I don't think it's a problem because they're all wildly successful games. It's off-putting to me. So you get you, was, you get things in you, you get pickups, loot pickups in Dark Souls, and I go, "The hell does this do?" And I don't have have no frame of reference of where to even start trying to work out what something does.
0: Yes, and I think that's a very interesting point because there are so many games. Where I feel more and more the temptation and sometimes the need to look things up <laughs> yes. is just there, right? Because you're somewhere, and, and maybe it's because we've all gotten lazier off the back of, of all of this, but it, it's just so you get stuck. You're like, how do I actually do this? And so you have think, to figure it out via internet.
1: I think laziness is is a fair criticism, but we were all doing it when we were kids. You were asking friends at school, have you got past this bit yet? Yeah. How did you do it? Oh, yeah,
0: the old walkthrough guides for, like, the Final Fantasies and stuff. Yeah,
1: yeah, you bought a book that told you how to play the game. Like, we've always done it. I think the difference is the information is easier to get.
0: The information is easier to get, but then, yeah, the Final Fantasy is maybe not a bad example, actually, because, again, that's a game that's actually quite simple. Right, it's, you know, it's if, if we sort of go for based from, combat, it's exactly, as simple like, as it gets, super simple. But then, the complexity there lies in the sort of the next steps. Right? Oh, you want all the legendary weapons? Do you? Well, that's not going to be easy.
1: Yeah, and, and, and I think
0: that's fine though, because that doesn't stop you from playing and finishing the game. It just stops you from you know certain bits that yeah require maybe a special something. But
1: I think well, Final Fantasies, I I remember I had a. For some reason, I had a guide for Final Fantasy X. I think it was in a... I got it with a PlayStation magazine or something. And, like, some of the things you had to do to get the the ultimate weapons, which are not necessary to complete the game, yeah, was completely nonsensical. There was no way you could have worked it out, I would argue. See, I've
0: wondered that, right? Like, who... Who comes up with the guys? Is it just people who are really good gamers or is it just the manufacturers or the devs think, being like, by the way, guys, this is how you do it?
1: I think a lot of the time it was the devs.
0: Like they just drop uh, some, some pros, like a uh, few hints and, you know, do yeah. this, do that. Because, yeah, who, of the- who would have been like, yeah, I'm going to dodge his lightning 200 times just to see
1: what happens. <laughs> exactly, exactly, exactly. But I, 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 I do think that's different. Oh, because that's depth while you're playing the game, rather than barriers to playing the game.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah,
1: and exactly. I I come back to Factorio. I think because it's such an egregious example of this, and you have perfectly encapsulated it. You don't understand Factorio, and you've played it for three hours. Like that's that's slightly harsh, but it's not that harsh. Uh,
0: I don't think it's particularly harsh. No, it's it's, yeah. I sort of know. Oh yeah, you can you can make stuff, you can produce stuff, and you can kind of automate things. But there's very little rhyme or reason at the moment, based on what I've encountered.
1: Yeah, you're you've sort of gone right. Clearly there are things in my inventory that i can build so let's find out what i need to do to build them okay i built a research lab i don't oh i need power okay i need power okay oh i now I have a attack tree but you have no idea I, I i am i think i am being slightly harsh i'm making you sound like an idiot but you have no idea why you're doing anything beyond this is an irritating problem i want to fix it and i think yeah a good introduction to the game and a good early game would explain to you why you're trying to do certain things why do you want to automate things why do you want to mine more iron than you think you need etc and i just don't think factorio is good at showing you that and i think that is part part of the problem is because the game is so complicated that they wouldn't even know where to start
0: yeah, I agree with that. But now I'm, I'm I'm looking at my Steam library now, and I'm just wondering if maybe we did just pick one particularly egregious example.
1: Grand strategy.
0: Yeah, maybe that's just maybe that's what I mean. Grand strategy is just so complicated now.
1: Well, Factoria is not a grand strategy game, but every Well, ah, you know what I mean. Every Paradox game is completely unplayable, game. essentially yeah. until you go and find a YouTube video teaching how to play. Even the ones with good tutorials are completely unplayable. In
0: this dream, you know, looking at Crusader Kings 2 now.
1: You've uh, played that game. That was a nightmare for you.
0: Yeah, no, but that's because I spawned into the worst possible character possible.
1: <laughs> I was literally
0: in jail when I spawned.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you, you had. You, the, the game gave you no clues as to what. Oh, to not do. at
0: all. No, I was. Uh, I don't even know what happened then.
1: And the tutorial for Crusader Kings 2 is hilarious because the, the game has developed and. Like versions have moved on from when they made the tutorial, and it is now possible to to hard lock yourself in the tutorial by following the instructions. Nice, it's love that. Really, really, really funny. Um, uh, looking
0: at the rest of my library, I've got so many really odd games. I just seen them do Die Katana for some reason. That's amazing. Um, Dungeon Siege. Elder Scrolls, that's an—that's another RPG that just did the sort of, here's a brief intro to give to give you the controls. Oh, and Skyrim. then off you go. <laughs> kind
1: of. Is that Skyrim? Yeah. In Skyrim, it's done quite well, I think. Well, there's a reason. It's you know, one of the best games ever made. Yeah. And I think a lot of people are quite damning of these wildly popular games like Skyrim, like I am, about Dark Souls, to be fair. And we miss that these games are popular and successful for a reason yeah and part of that reason is their approachability which is why i'm curious about hogwarts legacy so that is a game that should be successful by any sensible metric if you look at how many people are fans of harry potter
0: well if you look at how many copies it's sold i think it is doing quite well
1: it it, it is at the moment. How long will it be successful for? I think is an interesting question. Oh,
0: easy. They they, they were very clever when they didn't include Quidditch. Oh, that's very very clever. That's an instant DLC, right? Yeah, <laughs> it's Quidditch, gonna get everyone back to play
1: Quidditch DLC. But I mean, compare it with Sky. Is it going to have the longevity of an Oblivion or a Skyrim or a? It's Dark Funny that Souls? you mentioned
0: that. Like someone I was reading an article about it today, being like, oh, you know, it's like the modern day Skyrim or you know the 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 Skyrim that we were looking for and like Hogwarts like it's is it I don't think
1: it's, it's, it's hard to remember to Skyrim
0: when it first came out obviously because it's so long ago now but that game is just endless replayability
1: yeah I don't I don't think it is possible to answer that question yet we have to see where it is in three five years time that's when we can start to answer questions about its longevity. I think. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, looking through maybe is just the strategy side of things that I really take issue with. Like Subnautica, for example. Stellaris. That well, there's your paradox example. Yeah. I played that a few times. I still don't understand any of it. Games aren't playable. <laughs> it's just so needlessly complicated. Like, why why do I need to literally have a, a degree to be able to play this game? Like it's it's completely crazy. Dwarf
1: um, Fortress.
0: I don't think I've ever played Dwarf Fortress. No,
1: no, nor have I. I'm just thinking of these like cult classic games Rimworld, uh, Banished, yeah. all of these really, really popular cult classics that are entirely impenetrable to someone who has not spent like a week's worth of a full time job learning to play. Yeah. I think
0: so. so I've just I've just seen Rocket League, right? My list, and I think this is a good example to talk about um, my my gripe with modern PC gaming to an extent, right? Oh, good. What what I'm missing really in my life of of PC gaming world is you know this pick up and play thing, right? And that's still where consoles come in big. And I'm sure that you'll learn this, right? You literally sit down, you press a button, and two seconds later, you're actually playing a game. It's
1: absolutely life-changing with a baby like yeah i i have so little time to play video games and part of the problem is that my pc's upstairs are like tucked away not in plain view but i get to half eight at night and i've like put, put the baby to bed i've tidied the kitchen i've done like the last few chores around the house and i cannot be bothered to go upstairs Fiddle around with my cables to replace, like take the cables out of my laptop and put them into my PC, turn my PC on, turn my screen on, fiddle around with my screen to make that work properly because my screen is stupid. Sit for five minutes while my PC boots up and does whatever updates it needs to do. Yep. And then open up my Steam library and stare at Steam for 20 minutes and then decide, like, actually, I just need to go to bed. Like...
0: Yeah, and then that, more often than not, you're like, Oh, let's play some Vermintide 2. Uh, oh yeah, that needs an update. And so you have to do that. Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> that that just takes too long. And then it launches a, the
0: launcher. And then you and load into the game and then you loaded, have to launch uh,
1: just I've got like notifications and <laughs> pop ups. Oh, you've got daily collectibles. Blah, 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 blah. It's just by it, comparison, it, yeah. Yeah I, I push the PlayStation <laughs> button on my controller, it goes, Would you like to keep playing Ghost of Tsushima? I go, Yes, please. And I'm literally back where I turned it off last night. The whole I mean, process takes 30 seconds.
0: Hashtag non-spawn, um, for sure. But No, I
1: think, I think Xboxes and Switches are the same. No, my Xbox One yeah, isn't, but my my um, the new Xbox, I think, the Series X or S or whatever, yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. It's, it's called.
0: Yeah, it's just going to switch as well. You just, you know, a couple of clicks and you're actually in a game, playing a game. And the reason I mentioned Rocket League there is because... That's an example of a game that you you just launch it, and within a couple of clicks you you are playing rocket League, but you are not going to be playing it well, but I think that's okay right i don't i'm not I don't want to necessarily sit here argue for skill caps and levels and so on, right? I don't think games should be universally easy, but I think it should be a bit like a rocket league where yes, I can play and be shit, and if I'm happy with that, fine, if not, I'll play thousands of hours and become good, maybe. Or same with something like a Dark Souls. Like it's, they're not easy games inherently, but people like that. But I think that's fine if it is just you pick it up and you learn by doing, whereas something like... Because I feel if you just stick enough time into a Dark Souls, you'll be good, whereas...
1: Dark you know, Souls also isn't that difficult.
0: No, like, but, but like Factorio... Factorio, I think, is a different I, challenge. I could be sat there for hours and hours and still not really know what I'm doing... Or get so far in that I'm just doing something very wrong, and then be like, "Oh." I didn't
1: and and, this. That, and that was that was the genesis of my desire to produce a, a series of YouTube tutorials because I had a bit of a look on on YouTube to see what sort of tutorial content was out there for for Factorio, and it's all terrible, right? <laughs> it's so bad. Well, no, it's it's not, but the tutorial content for the vast majority of of large creators out there is join my discord where you can get access to my factory blueprints that you paste down and build. And that is the tutorial. And my tutorial is going through and putting down my blueprints and building my blueprints. And that's not like you're, you're a teacher. That's not how you teach people. Uh,
0: That's quite rude.
1: Well, you, Part of what you do as a job is teach people, isn't yeah, it? That's that's better. <laughs> you you teach. Come
0: on, now. give me some respect.
1: Uh, <laughs> never happened before. But no, like, like, true. Uh, jo- no, Joking aside, no. that that's not how you teach people. I no, of I, course I, not. I it's do complete nonsense. I do teaching as part of my job. I do. I, it is essentially teach. I do some teaching as part of my job. You don't teach people by just giving them the answers and showing them this this is the, this is the end state you have to teach people by letting them do it to themselves and giving them essentially pointers it's the yeah. whole point of the socratic method yeah that, letting.
0: that that's that's a way to make this accessible to the folks, this, folks you know the
1: people at large the, what one of the long-term most successful teaching strategies is to never give an answer unless the person is completely stuck and so clearly incapable of reaching the answer that you have to help them instead you ask questions that lead them to the answer
0: i know it's exactly how i teach and i'm sure it's infuriating but
1: (laughs) it's it's it it was how i was tutored at, at university and it's on if you're on the receiving end of it, it's the most frustrating thing in the world. But it makes See, but you a better student.
0: But now that you know that I teach at that university, you should know why they teach like that. Of it's course. Because yeah. they don't fucking know themselves. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, that's that's not But because you're like, oh not you're true a professor
0: for... of law. You must know and you're not telling me, so I'll go and look it up.
1: <laughs> no, it's it's not true for the, the it shouldn't be true for the law professors who are teaching on the content of their own textbooks. Well, ah, suppose it, well mi- it might be. Uh, but exactly. it, it genuinely makes you you understand content better if you are taught in that way. If you are taught in such a way that you come to the understandings and the realizations yourself.
0: Yes. yeah. No, I agree with that. I think that's very true. So so there's definitely bad tutorialization. Um, or, yes. Well, lack thereof ultimately because they're not actually tutorials. They're just, here, use this. <laughs> go Go and be true. But uh, I, Yeah, so it, it does sound like we're perhaps suggesting that it is mostly linked to strategy-like games that really have this issue.
1: I think those are the games that have become the most complicated. I, did-
0: I would throw in... Again, it's the funniest thing, but I would throw in something like Rainbow Six Siege right here, because, again, I've just spotted it in my library. And that's, that's an interesting game, right? Because actually... That's not easy to play.
1: No, it's well that's not true it's very easy to play. It's point it's a point and click first person <sighs> shooter. You learn siege by doing.
0: Well, the issue I guess with siege is that people think it's a first person shooter when actually it's not it's an objective control sim. It's it And people are there just trying to kill others when they're that's not the mission. <laughs> but the the problem with Siege, for example, the complexity there arises from the fact that they keep releasing new operators and they all have these special specialist jobs. And it's it's really hard to, to learn what those are.
1: Well, you see, I actually think that a really good analogue for Rainbow Six Siege is Magic the Gathering. Go on. So they're both Games that have a series of rules, right? Do X, do Y, do Z. And then the operators in Siege or the cards in Magic break those rules in really specific ways. And the game or a significant portion of the game is understanding the interactions of those rule breaks. So, for example...
0: Yes, but, but I think in Magic the Gathering, that is sort of...
1: It's more clear in Magic the Gathering in, right? that that is what the game is, yes. Yeah,
0: and that in that tutorial was sort of told, like, oh, you know, that counters this, and these things are supposed to counter those things, and so on. Whereas in Siege, it's, it's, it's not that. It's like, oh, play this person, because, you know, you get to blow up a reinforced wall. Sure. But... No one, no one tells you that there is like hard counters to those things, and you should be very careful, and so on and so forth.
1: N- no, like that's not.
0: That's never explained. It's just like here you go. Here's a bunch of operators go nuts.
1: <laughs> we, but they also don't do that. So what well, they sort of do and they sort of don't. The base game of Siege doesn't have that many operators available from day one. You have a, you have like maybe four attackers and four defenders available well, from presumably day one. it's
0: five and five, right?
1: It's five v five teams. Must, isn't must it, be yeah. five. Must be five and five. You're absolutely right. Um
0: Yeah, I don't but, I don't know, but I, I would assume well, it's ma- five. It,
1: it must be five v five, that's absolutely right. But my point is that that's not that complicated. So you, you've got like on the attacker side, you've got the hard breach, probably the soft breach, probably like a close range DPS, long range DPS. And then someone a bit weird.
0: Yeah. So what was when? So when Siege first came out? Yeah, not particularly complicated game.
1: But if you're a new player, that's still all you get. It's still if, all you that, get. But that, well, that's to. that's
0: the issue, right? The complexity is even worse than because the deck is completely stacked against you. Right? You're but gonna the, go in. You're gonna play Ash, and you're gonna just come up against all the counters.
1: <laughs> but uh, there are no. Real this cat this operator completely turns off this operator. Ash doesn't have a hard counter, she's got lots of soft counters, but now, she it, is also a soft counter.
0: It's what you're saying is untrue, but unfortunately I lack the knowledge to to back it up why. Well there are definitely be. hard counters. Now the issue, of course, is that A, you don't know it as a new player. B the game is designed in such a way that you can't. You sort of just can't say, Oh, they're using bandit, and so therefore I'm going to use this person. It doesn't really work like that, unless you're no. at the pro level, I guess, where you can make those sort of assumptions. But
1: you can make those sort of assumptions. But but also the way matchmaking works, if you're a brand new player. Yeah, of course, yeah. You should really only be paired against relatively new players yourself. Yeah. So and maybe you'll see the odd player with a bandit or a I forget all the names of the siege operators. I haven't played it in two years. Uh, a Maverick or a, a Blackbeard or whatever. And you go, oh, wow, that Blackbeard player absolutely owned yeah. me in every round. So I'm going to unlock Blackbeard when I get enough tokens to do so. And I'm going to learn to play as Blackbeard. So I, I don't think that that's bad. I think that's no, good no, no, no. because it's organic learning.
0: This This was just, I think, an example of complexity that isn't,
1: it's complexity that's well, not tutorialized.
0: Exactly. So, same, I, I, mean, I recently started playing Battlefield 2042 on, on PlayStation because it was free. Yeah. And it's not a complicated game, right? That literally is just point and shoot. And yeah. I was getting destroyed left, right, and center because, you know, it's Battlefield. So there's like, you know, a tank just shows up behind you. Then someone bombs you from <laughs> a bloody plane. Uh, it just It's just carnage. Um, but that's that's sort of the, the deal. That's not complicated. That's just annoying. <laughs>
1: Skill skill based learning is not the same as overcomplicated yeah. and and subsequently tutorialized, I think. I think those are no. important. And so distinctions. I
0: think that's why Factoria was a great example. But I think there's there's so many games in that kind of realm, right, where they get announced. And nowadays, you know, we talked about this many episodes ago. Things get announced, things go into early access and so on and so forth. And I find myself hesitant to buy any of them until I've watched a couple of streams. A to kind of yeah. see what it's like, and also just B to get an understanding of how the game works. And I, I think feel that's kinda of sad in a way.
1: I think that's a really, really interesting point. I was just thinking about a game that you and I have both played and discussed on on air, so Valheim. Yeah. Right? At its at its basics, it's a fundamentally simple survival crafting game. It is, yeah. But there is a little complexity around the edges that makes it much more interesting. But the game is, again, highly tutorialized. Ooh. But is it? To a point, the early game is tutorialized, but not not. This is true, Yeah, bloody Hugin on Hugen the Hugen yeah. It's
0: just Hugin, I think, who shows up. Is it my mistake? Constantly um, pops up being like, you oh, must do, do, do this, like you must build th- that. But then ah. when it comes to like, where the fuck's the big dragon I like to kill? Then he doesn't show up.
1: <laughs> how do I get bronze? Bit was is, is the big one. How, how do I mine? The game doesn't tell you that. The game just goes, eh, uh, no, it does <laughs> Does it?
0: Well, yeah, because once it... you kill Ecthier, it gives no, you the pickaxe.
1: Until you kill Ekhier.
0: Yeah, but I feel that's a pretty natural progression.
1: Well, I don't I don't know, because the, it, it it never All you get from
0: well, no, because the very start of the game is, here are the five or, things you need to kill. Now go forth. Yeah, the reason but... you're saying that is because when, when you, me, and our mutual friend played it, we we didn't do that. And so we were like, how do we get bronze?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, but th- but that's almost my point. There, there was no indication from the game, okay, now you're ready to go and kill there. It just tells you gear up because it's a difficult fight. And so we went, well, obviously this is clearly a Viking-themed game. I can see copper ore in the ground. How do I get it? Yeah. And the the game didn't say, I feel like it would have been really simple for me to hit that with an axe or a hammer or something. And the game go, go kill there. That's how you get this. Now, would that be too too, too tutorialized? (laughs) Maybe. But... It's borderline, it was, that one, because
0: I, I sort of... I, I hear what you're saying, but equally, I sort of think in that game, because it's quite good at telling you, oh, you're not ready for this bit. Yeah. So so I feel you do run out of options very quickly, and and it's... And again, it does sort of early on say, this is your end goal, so you, you have it to kind of approach it from like, oh, maybe we should at some point kill a boss. But I, yeah, I get I, what you're saying, yeah, it, it, you know, it, it shows you the copper, and you could run up a mountain and find silver, and I'm sure the game you know wouldn't be like oh you're like four levels too early here <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's it's such a difficult balance until and I the think, wolf
0: comes and kills you a hundred times um, i think i
1: think striking that balance is really really difficult and i don't want to devalue how how difficult game balance yeah. is but i don't know i think we've both found recently that well it's exactly what you were just saying there is a an a gate to a lot of new games and that gate is finding a content creator to watch, so you can understand what's what. What's the early game like? What do I need to do? How do I progress? And that feels so strange.
0: Yeah, it does. I think
1: actually, here Kerbal Space Program or Factorio, which are the two that we spoke about at the very start, again are really instructive. It might just be that we have a problem with those two games.
0: Nah, it, it
1: it doesn't feel that simple. It
0: might though. be. No, because I also feel like Total War is another example. Like the number of the number of questions people ask about it, like how does this work, how do you do that, so on the, and so forth. I mean, Lionheart has got tutorial videos on, on how to just do the unit formations, and they're yeah. quite integral to playing the game, right? Well, the total, so, the total
1: War Reddit is always, I'm 10 turns in as Franz, Thorgrim, Tyrion whatever i keep getting my ass kicked what do i do yeah and people people will on 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 the on the forums will be very very supportive but it feels like the the game should be able <laughs> with the, one, the issue
0: i have with that one is sometimes you just think well you, you've just not thought about it like the part of the, the, the point of a strategy game is also you know think a little bit yeah right if Isn't if a, if you go marching with a a crap stack at you know um karaza karak or something you're not you're not going to do well like the the, the yeah. game can be as easy as you want it to be like it's not going to end well
1: my my favorite one is when the answer i, I keep getting my my ass kicked what do i do and people send a a screenshot and and the reddit answer is ah you got fascinated restart your campaign mate <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is just an amazing troll from the uh the ca devs but no, I...
0: I think one, one, well, maybe two games I, I would throw into the mix are things like Baldur's Gate and Divinity Original Sin.
1: The Actually, last one in particular
0: I played because A, that tutorial is so long that I thought we'd finished the game. And then it's like, oh, welcome to the actual world. And every step I've... of the way that game is just brutally difficult. Fucking hell. I don't, <laughs> I don't
1: think I've ever finished the Divinity Original Sin 2 tutorial. It's so long. It every time I think I finished it, it's like, oh, did you know you could do this? I was like, well, no, but... That's,
0: and it weirdly, I don't think I learned anything from it. That's the weird thing about it. Oh, because the game's really intuitive. <sighs> to an extent. I mean, yeah, for, for, for seasoned sort of RPG players, I guess well. it is. But what it doesn't really tell you, which I think it, it perhaps should, and this is where tutorialization comes in, is like, you know, it doesn't matter what kind of party you make. Now that may sound obvious to people who play the RPGs, but if you're just like, "Oh, Vinci original sin, this looks cool. Let's let's give this a go."
1: Where's my healer?
0: Yeah, and if it's like you're five hours in, having you know half halfway through the tutorial, and the game doesn't tell you like, "Oh, maybe you should you know consider a healer, or maybe you should have someone who actually does some yeah. damage," that sort of thing, right? It doesn't tell you any of that, and so you can get to quite a long way in, and then just be like, oh, "This is just too difficult," and
1: then give up and never play it again. That's, that's just soft locking isn't it fundamentally yeah ultimately yeah you can you can soft lock yourself and and if you can soft lock yourself in the tutorial your tutorial is badly designed I think
0: yeah but equally it could just be that they designed a game a la, um sort of frontier right where it's like you know if you're too shit, then go play something else <laughs> <laughs> which I kind of rate but equally it doesn't help this issue of the fact that games are Seemingly just more complicated than they
1: need to be there there fundamentally feels a difference between we've made our game over complicated and obtuse such that you need to learn how to play through forums and YouTube yeah. and our game is a complicated execution challenge that some people will be will not be able to do, yeah, those two things feel different to me somehow,
0: I think they are, yeah, I think yeah, I think ultimately what it comes down to is I'm just really bitter that. We can't really, or we don't really have the opportunity to just go over to to a mate's house with the spare controller, sit down and just play a game. Like the Switch is more or less the only console that does that anymore.
1: I think I mean, that's a, that's a whole other kettle of fish. Yeah, but but I, but I feel that
0: I've just I've just rationalised in my head is like oh games are too complicated now. Whereas I think what I just want is Mario Kart. <laughs> Ultimately, I mean, you just sit down, you play you're it, it's wrong. super intuitive, and, you know, you have a great time.
1: You're not wrong. You never had a guide for Mario Kart, did you? You never needed one.
0: Well, no, because it's like, you know, it's a race, you know, figure it out. I'm sure, you know, all the, all the, you know, what's a great, it's a good example here. I don't really know, but there's always that family member, right? Or that one friend is like, oh, what button do I press to shoot the thing? Like, you know, yeah. you've got like three buttons to choose from. Like, just
1: click them all and see you know, what happens. You you know that A is go, B is break, and you've got a weird trigger-shaped one on the bottom. Why don't you use your <laughs> brain? <laughs> exactly, yeah.
0: But like, you know, know, that's what I mean. Is You're not faced with a full-sized cube, as uh, some people would say. And, you know, you have to press every button in turn. You know, you've you've not got that many to choose from. Like, you know it's not hard.
1: I'm st- I'm still hung up on this problem that some some developers seem to have outsourced their, have, seem to have made their games too complicated and then outsourced their tutorials to content creators, which is not what you were talking about at all. But it's a, a thought that's been festering in the back of my mind, and I've decided it really annoys me. Okay, Like, like par- paradox, essentially. I want to enjoy Europa Universalis 4. That's a, a, a game that I want Ugh. to like. I want to enjoy Hearts of Iron 4. I want to enjoy Stellaris. Because the people that I've seen playing those games who are good at them look like they're having great fun. And... They are games that appeal to a empire-building bit of my brain that likes seeing borders grow and things like that. That, that, that all... I, I want to enjoy those games. But I am a grown man with a child and a full-time job. I don't have the time. And I find the fact that you can't be bothered to put an effective tutorial in your game that will teach me how to play the game sufficiently that I will actually enjoy playing the game. So I have to spend 25 feckin' hours watching Quill18 play or whatever. <laughs> Who I might just enjoy watching? just thinking about Quill18, yeah. I, I really like watching him play video games like that. He's a very, very good content creator. not the best tutorial maker in the world for Paradox games, but that's by the by. The other problem, specifically with Paradox Games, is that the tutorials go out of date almost instantly because the games change so much. You have to relearn how to yeah. play the game every few months.
0: Yeah, because it released a whole new mechanic that just changes everything fundamentally. Yeah. And and Quillotine's an interesting example, because so he for, he for me is one So Europa Universalis, right? I've watched him play that a lot. I still wouldn't be able to tell you what the game is. How it works, how to play it. And I think because Quill 18 exists and he exists in it, you know, as someone who plays that game, I'm like, okay, I don't need to play it then. I can just watch him do it.
1: No, that's fair. It's oh, that like the
0: reverse fair. of the whole content creators are good for sales. This is like, oh, because He's there act- is a content creator, I no longer need to buy this game. He's
1: <laughs> actively <laughs> preventing you from buying yeah, the game. That's yeah. excellent. I really like that.
0: Um, I also need to correct myself having said that Frontier make... Um, FromSoft. It's definitely FromSoftware, yes. Yeah, I was really um, confused because...
1: The FromSoft. minute I said it, it's like,
0: that doesn't sound right at all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> from FromSoft make Dark Souls and Larian make Divinity. So I didn't know what the fuck you were on about. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so yeah, before you give me tinfoil for that, I did catch my mistake. Yeah, well done. Um, ah. Yeah, so I feel we've we've rambled on for about an hour now, and I don't know if you've actually answered. So do you think that there is an overcomplexity in the subsequent tutorialization of modern video games then?
1: I think actually the problem is that the overcomplexity and the tutorialization don't overlap.
0: Yeah. Well, so- I, think, I think there's overcomplexity by design. So a... Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, I guess, mm, no, I think that's faux complexity. I, I think a rainbow okay. succeeds over complexity, right? Where there's a, there's a hidden layer of complexity almost that you cannot uh, because you're very good at it and you've spent a lot of hours in it. That I doesn't require th- tutorialization.
1: I don't think that's over complexity though. I think that's the game.
0: Yeah, I think- but I think the over complexity of, of <sighs> you know, complexity is wrong with like the ridiculously steep learning curve of Factorio. Right? Yeah, if you have not played tutorials, you, you will not enjoy the game.
1: <laughs> I mean, this, this might just be an argument for playing the Factorio tutorials, mate.
0: Yeah, yeah, quite, but it's it's that sort of, uh, yeah, I just come back to, you, you know, you don't need a tutorial for Do- Mario Kart, you know, no one needed to give you a tutorial to play Monopoly. Like, it's not hard, but it's really fun. So yeah. I want, d- does it add fun, and given how many... People seem to be enslaved to Factoria. Maybe, maybe the answer to this is yes. But does it actually add fun to have a game that's so complex, such a steep learning curve, or or is it unnecessary?
1: I think that's a really good sort of eleventh-hour question. What, what what what's your complexity buying you fundamentally? Yeah, you know. So so complexity is the if we accept that complexity is the mechanism by which we buy game depth, then. Arguably, complex games are deeper. I'm not sure how true that is. Hmm. Doesn't yeah, feel. Like, I think it it's just like... a
0: genre thing here, isn't it? Like, because there's no, there's no comparing. Like, the complexity of of a Ghost of Tsushima hopefully comes from the story. Exactly. Whereas the complexity of a Factorio or uh, a Paradox game comes from The mechanics, and being able to get good at the mechanics.
1: It's it's can the tutorial teach you to deal with the complexity? And if the answer is, can you be taught to deal with the complexity? And if the answer is yes, I'm not sure how useful your complexity is. Yeah. Like, is your complexity, I'm really struggling to get this right, is your complexity something that you can read how to solve? Yeah. So fa- so Factorio, for an example, Factorio is fundamentally a game that you could play entirely on a spreadsheet and, and just read what the answers are. And I don't, I don't know that that's necessarily good.
0: I think maybe one way of looking at it is, I mean, you you were looking at PlayStation Plus tiers, right? Yeah. And I think it's the top tier that gives you game trials. Yeah. And I can't remember the length of game trials, but but ultimately, say. Even if it's 24 hours of, of having downloaded a game, it's something along those lines. We're busy people nowadays. I think it's, Well, I think anyone over a certain age is inherently busier than we were as, as children. So I guess I'm not speaking to, to children playing video games because they've got all the time in the world. But as an adult, I think you, you kind of have to make up your mind about whether or not you like a game in a matter of very few hours.
1: Right, well, the, and, the the Steam refund is two hours.
0: Yeah, and I think if you play two hours of a Ghost of Tsushima, right, you're drawn in by the character of it, the the story of it. Yeah, and and games like that make you know put in a big effort to make the first half an hour, one hour, two hours really quite engaging. I think absolutely They're trying to make a good game anyway. So I guess the other way of, of looking at this issue then is if you play a Factorio for two hours, you, you still probably don't have any idea what it's about. And you might, have, you might well be within your rights to say, you know what, this is not for me because I don't understand what it's about.
1: Or you've not got out of the tutorial yet.
0: That's what I mean, yeah, because I, I don't think you yeah. would be. And so, and so, Certainly
1: uh, not on your first time, no.
0: Yeah. And so again, without content creators in that case, where you know, oh yes, there is, you know, the sun over the horizon, yeah. You, you might just say, "Ah, no, it's it's not worth my money."
1: I think that's a flaw of game design. I really do. If I'm not, if I sp- play a game for let like, for two hours, and it's not hooked me with its core mechanic, I'm not going to play it. I'm just not. I don't have time. Yeah. And you can say what you like about you know who who games are targeted at. We're the people with the money. <laughs> like, like, it's not kids. The the people that you you know the, the the ones that have got all the time, the most money in video games is paid for is paid by people our age. Yes, yeah, you know, so. you're, you're twenty 25 to forty, and we're the we're the busy ones, realistically. So you've got to be making games that hook us quicker than that. I think.
0: I think that's right. So, so, make your games less
1: complex. Get rid of the the need for tutorials. Make, make your games deep. For don't just make, make them, them complex for for its own sake.
0: Well, and it's actually quite profound. Well done. I know that's so so unusual for you.
1: I know. I'm not. I'm not used to. It. I'm trying to wrap this episode up. We've been going for a long time. We have I been going think...
0: for a long time. But I, I think we've answered our question then. Yeah, for once. Um, yeah, and I think we can we can revisit this sort of idea when I'm sure we will talk about the video game industry again at some point.
1: We're, we're always on about that. I guess one, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw a question out to the the listeners because we've not had homework for a few weeks. <laughs> what is the most egregious example of this f- unnecessary complexity that, or complexity for complexity's sake, that you've seen? So is it Factorio? Are we missing something about Factorio? Why do I not think that this is a problem that exists in satisfactory in the same way that I do it exists in Factorio? So I'm really interested to hear what people have to say on this topic, I think. That's
0: an excellent question. Maybe one day someone will actually do that homework you said.
1: No no one's done it yet, as far as I can tell. (laughs) No. There's a a lot of Fs coming. Indeed. Well... I think we've reached
0: the conclusion of this one then.
1: (laughs) Have have we said all that we have to say?
0: I think we've said all that we need to say.
1: (laughs) I've always got more to say. In, In which case, all that remains, I think, is to say thank you for listening to this episode of Expertise at Overrated. And again... Thank you for listening to all of the the previous episodes. Yeah. If you have done, uh, f- episode fifty is a milestone. I don't think either we, we've we've joked before, but I don't think either of us expected to reach. No, really, 50, like, fifty episodes and two thousand five hundred downloads. So, uh,
0: e- edit a nice little sound thing into here. Yeah?
1: I, I don't know what that nice sound thing will be, but sure. <laughs> um, in relation to this episode, no doubt we've said some things that were either objectively wrong or downright offensive. As ever, feel free to let us know. Rate the podcast and leave us a comment. Or drop us an email at overrated at gmail.com. Tweet us at zero expertise, Check out our website, expertiseisoverrated.podbean.com. Or come join us on our Discord server.
0: If you're lucky, we might just argue with you in one of our upcoming episodes. And if you're really lucky, we might call you an idiot. Come back next time for some more absolute nonsense.